Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into another wonderful episode on Oli's Voice. You're the best, guys. I appreciate you guys a whole lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy New Month, guys. Happy New Month, friends. Happy New Month, family. Happy New Month, audience, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this wonderful episode. Trust me, guys. I know a lot of things has been going on gradually. We're coming to the end of the year. And it feels like we're still on the same spot. Nothing is changing. Trust me, guys. For the fact there is life, there is hope. So do not give up. Always stay positive. Try to pull through. Do not forget you're not alone in this. We're all in it together. All right. So, guys, I want to apologize for not recording last week. Something came up and then I found myself in a very noisy environment. I couldn't even hear myself. So I felt recording was just going to be awkward or off. All right. So I said I was going to apologize because I got calls and then comments, questions and all of that. Why didn't you record and all? Why are you not recording this week? But trust me, I'm fine. I'm not sick. I'm fine. All right. And I appreciate you guys for asking, for caring. So speaking on episodes, guys. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for you to hear what we have today. I'm not doing this alone today. I have a very wonderful guest with me here today. But before she comes in to say anything, I'll just quickly wrap it up, give you a brief breakdown on our topic. What, speaking on topics, we have abusive relationships. Yes, abusive relationships. I know that sounds very common. And then it feels like it is for certain people. But one thing I know for sure is almost everybody has been or is involved in an abusive relationship. Just that some are very, um, some are more aggressive than the other. And some are more pronounced than the other. All right. So let us go, 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 go. We have a lot of things to discuss today. So first off, when I say abusive relationship, what comes to your mind? Abusive relationships is an intentional and persistent abusive behavior, which is based on an equal position of of power and control. It could be physical, it could be psychological, it could be economical, it could be sexual, it could be emotional, or it could be a combination of all of these things put together. Yes, it includes... All forms of violence and controlling behaviors, such as physical assault, sexual abuse, rape, threats, intimidations, harassment, humiliations, and controlling behavior, Depress- depressions, deprivations, belittling, constant criticisms. All right, so there are various forms of relationship generally we have the acquaintanceship we have the friendship we have the romantic relationship and then we have the family relationship in some way or the other we have experienced this abuse in one of these relationship which we engage ourselves in all right guys so when you talk about the types of abuse we have various types of abuse The first one is the physical abuse. The second is emotional. We also have verbal abuse. We also have sexual abuse, financial, material abuse. All right. So, guys, 
Hope you're still with me. There are signs to show you that, okay, I'm being abused or I'm in an abusive relationship. One of them is anxiety. You're always tensed for reasons you cannot explain. Whenever you see this person, normally friendships are supposed to make you grow. are supposed to make you a better version of yourself. It's supposed to be mutual. It doesn't or it is not supposed to be a parasitic kind of thing. Since this person is my friend or since this person is my partner, then we're good to go. But for some reasons, you feel so tense and anxious when the person is around. You don't have a control of yourself. You're not so free to express yourself. You're always trying to be conscious. You're trying to be guided. I don't know. Another one is low self-esteem. The moment you stand noticing that you you're not proud of who you are whenever this person is around. Hmm. My dear, trust me, you're in an abusive relationship. You seem fearful for only God knows why. You just cannot explain. But over time you start thinking and then you notice that okay, this is not really me. I'm not so free. I cannot express myself. Then my dear, you are in an abusive relationship. Confusion. You're confused. You sit and then you ask yourself, where is this relationship going to? Where is this friendship headed to? Things like that. You don't even know the next step to take. You don't even know if you're being, um, if the friendship or relationship is adding to you or it is making you um, to be less of yourself. It makes you want to, it makes you confused generally. You don't even know what you're doing. All right. Secrecy steps in, especially for those that are married. Your for fear of the unknown, you don't even trust your partner. You don't know what to tell him or her that would make her not to react. You become so scared. You start keeping things to yourself because the moment you say this one, hmm, beating can follow, right? The person can just become very violent and then aggressive. When you start noticing that, okay, I have to hold back some things. I cannot really say these things because i don't know how this person would take it just know that you're in an abusive relationship all right loss of sleep you cannot sleep thinking about this person takes sleep away from you normally you're my friend you're my partner you're in a relationship i'm supposed to be happy whenever i hear your name whenever i think about you but it's the other way around trust me you're in an abusive relationship yes you know, deprivation of your liberty. Something you would normally do without caring, without minding. Now you have to be in a shell. Now you have to lock yourself up because you perhaps do not want this person to get offended or you don't want to do something that would make the person so irritated and then he reacts. Just know, my dear, that you are in a... You're in a very um, bad environment. And this is very toxic. Like, it is very harmful to the health. It can cause you depression over time. Yes. So, but before I go on, I would like us to hear what our guest has to say. But first off, she's just going to be introducing herself to us. Okay. So, I'm just going to let her talk. I think I've talked for a long time. 
let's hear what the guest has to say i'm so excited like i can't even wait for you guys to meet this lady she's so wonderful so down to it trust me guys okay now this is your show Good afternoon, everyone, and um, many thanks to Olive um, Voice Podcast. Yay. You know, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I feel honored. It's a privilege, <laughs> you. you know, to be a part of you. Well, my name is Shola Williams, and today I'll be um, answering questions and portraying my views on our topic for today, abusive relationship. Okay. Thank you very much, Shola Williams. I appreciate you a whole lot. So, okay, the first question I'm going to be asking is, about this topic, have you had an experience before? Have you been in an abusive relationship and how was it handled? Okay, um, in answering your second question, which is, if I have had any experience and if I did, how was it handled? Mm -hmm. I would say yes. Like I said, these things manifest in different forms. It could be physical, it could be sexual, it can be psychological, it can be emotional. Mine was psychological and emotional put together. I was intimidated, you know, on a lot of levels. It was more like, I call the shots here, so I tell you what to do. I was humiliated. At some point, I look at myself in the mirror and I ask myself, what is the purpose of life, really? Why? More, what? I mean, my whole, my whole being, my whole existence, felt as though it was a big lie. There was no zeal to carry on. There was no form of motivation around me. There was just nothing. At this point, you know, I, I wasn't even. Well, at that point, I wasn't even thinking of the children. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, oh well, they look at the kids and um, it's been wiped away. Mine was not just wiped away like that. It just wasn't going anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I look at them. I felt really sorry for them, as I felt sorry for myself. I was almost going crazy. You know, and then um, I suffered a lot of withdrawal syndrome. Like I pulled away from friends and family. I couldn't really do much. You know, at some point it was like. Speaking up was very embarrassing. I mean, for some people, it's unheard of, you know. And then um, I was constantly being criticized. There was nothing I did that was good enough. I was called names, you know. It all resulted to having a very low self-esteem. That was it. How was it handled? I met... A woman of God, a pastor Mm. by all standards, a role model, I call her, who counseled me, you know, reassured me, you know, like a mother, you know, would do to a child, reminded me of God's promises, made me understand that, look, you have a life to live and you have to live that life. Exactly. You have to find the purpose of life, you know. There is a reason why God created me. And I want you to find out that purpose. And let that purpose for which God has created you be made manifest in your life. You don't let another person take away your joy. You don't let the devil steal away your joy. You don't let the devil take it all from you. You know, so she led me, you know, in prayers, taught me, you know, wake up in the morning, 
Be happy. Reverence your Creator. Read a portion, you know, of the Bible and pray. And, you know, with time, I realized, I found, I realized that there was this inner joy. Wow. I, I was now, I was now, you know, um, more happy than unhappy. Yeah. There was this inner joy. It comes from inside because I also realized that you don't need anybody around to make you happy. Exactly. It's in it. God gives it, you know. So it helped me realize my inner strength. Oh, oh I can actually pull through this, you know. I can actually go through this, you know, I can get out of it. You want to. And that was what helped me. So as I'm talking to you today, I am fine. Like, I am very confident. Like, before you even start, I have given it to you. You know what I mean? What I mean, you know, not in a rude or arrogant manner, uh, but I won't let you put me in that space which you, you probably tried or succeeded in doing, you know, some time back or whenever I went through that phase. I'm a very different person right now. And I wow. Like, guys, I'm so short of words. I learned a whole lot just from this particular question. You're in charge of your own joy. You don't need anybody to make you happy. You really do not need anybody to make you happy. Trust me. Like, I've seen situations whereby... This is very common among students. A girl starts coupling with a boy. Oh, because she feels, okay, maybe financial issues and all of that. And then, because he's the one taking care of this girl, he beats her up, insults her, molests her, abuses her. Oh, because, okay, maybe this girl, she's under my roof. I'm taking care of her. Like, what the hell? So, hmm, you really do not need anyone to make you happy. Yes. So, guys, we're going to be moving on. I have another question for you, Ma. What do you think is the cause for an abusive relationship? Like, what exactly would you say this is the cause for? An abusive relationship generally what do i think is the cause of an abusive relationship yeah. hmm the truth is that the reasons actually differ okay. you know it does because sometimes um, trivial matters actually result to some psychological or um, emotional abuse but in every um, abusive relationship, the main thing there is one person, one partner, one spouse trying to gain absolute control, you know, over the other, you know. Um, they say power is intoxicating. Once you think you're in charge, once you think you're powerful, once you think you call the shots, once you think it's all about you, you know, the moment you begin to reason or think like, oh, wow, I bring more into this relationship. So I think I should have an upper hand, you know, that, of course, does not really go down well. You know, it results to, um, you know, some form of abuse. Another um, another point or another thing that can actually re 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 
um, result of that is um, maybe pressure. Okay. You know, pressure on them um, from sorry, pressure from um, both sides. You know, like when you begin to have pressure from um, extended family members, um, allowing them to come in, you know, into your um, matters and then begin to point fingers at a particular spouse, you know, um, not seeing anything good in him or her, you know, always finding faults, mm -hmm. you know, you find out that you begin to have issues, you know, which are, or which become unresolved and, you know, over time it could result to another form of abuse. And security arising from inferiority complex mm -hmm. can also yeah, be a factor. Mm -hmm. And then um, losing one's independence. You know, when you lose your independence, you become solely dependent on another. You know, that makes you very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And you become um, excessively um, sensitive, such that the slightest thing, you know, which maybe ordinarily you could have mm -hmm. uh, taken for... Um, a joke, you know, that becomes a major issue and um, that results to that. So when any relationship begins to lack respect, um, tolerance, um, trust, you know, there's no consideration, you know, um, between partners, that is always the resultant effect. It results to one form of abuse or the other. Wow, like guys, hope you're still with me. I'm learning a whole lot. Yes, when any relationship begins to lack respect, trust, tolerance, abuse steps in. Yes, it is common amongst friends too. For no reason, you begin to beef her or him. You don't know what the problem is, though. You, the abuser, most times, they don't really know that, okay, I'm the problem. They find it difficult to even accept that, okay, I'm the problem. They just feel like, mm, I think I'm bringing more into this relationship. And then I think this person is benefiting so much. And before you know, they start overreacting. You know, no more respect, no more tolerance, no more trust, no more patience. You're not even willing to help that person grow. Over time, it's just resolved to an abusive relationship. A very unconducive environment for the both of you. Spouse, people in romantic relationships, friendships, family relationships. So. so, guys, I'm just going to be as fast as possible. We're going to be moving on to the next question. Like, why is it difficult for these people to pull out of this relationship because over time i hear stuff like if it was me hey if i was the one what am i doing there and then you get to know that when you are doing like if you are there it feels like you're being tied you don't want to pull out like what exactly is holding these people back why can't they not just back off from this abusive relationship what do you think is the problem why why is it difficult for the victims to pull out? Yes. Why do they stay? The main reason here is because of fear. Okay. Now, um, in this part of the world, unfortunately, women are usually the victim. Yeah. Now, a woman who is being abused sometimes cannot even 
Damn, I'm sorry. Admit to you that she's been abused. She has not even accepted it in her spirit that she's been abused. She probably thinks it's a way of life. You know? Why would it be a way of life? Maybe when she was growing up, she grew up in some sort of hostile environment. Exactly. In an environment where that is the only thing she sees. You know, she has never really seen, you know, pure love. She has never really seen anybody, you know, um, act differently. You know, it's all been quarreling, it's all been insults, it's all been abused, you know, of different forms. So she grows up with that attitude, gets into the society, believing that it is a way of life. That's one. Secondly, most women actually believe that it is their fault. You know, whenever anything goes wrong, it is their fault. So they keep thinking that they might be able to stop it, you know. It could get better if only they can do certain things differently. And by so doing, <laughs> believe me, you, with time, it will happen again. You know, it, it keeps happening. It becomes like some sort of a reoccurring decimal. You know, you're abused, you sulk. Um, after that, you, you say to yourself, oh, okay, it's my fault. I didn't do this right. I have to look for another way. And, you know, it just goes on and on. Um, then again, there are, there are um, women who can stand on their feet. They can't stand alone. You know, they don't have a wonderful financial um, backup, so to speak, because they don't have a means of livelihood. So all their lives, they've been solely dependent on their partners. So mentally, it's a result of, it's, it's, it's as a result of where am I going to, you know, where am I going to start from? What am I thinking? You know, can't I bear for a little longer? You know, um, okay, if nothing else, because of the children, let me just keep bearing this. So I'm actually think the abuser will come after them, stalk them, you know, and then eventually destroy them or even get more violent. Others are pressured to stay because of society. What will society say? What would they say about me? Ah, my parents have been married for... Uh, God knows how long, and such a story has not, you know, been heard. Why do I have to be the one? Why do I have to, be, yeah, be the one to bring up such an embarrassment mm -hmm. upon them? You know, and some sometimes they feel they'll be stigmatized, you know, so that's, in my opinion, the reason why it's difficult for them to pull out. Wow. I get, like, I understand but what I would advise is your life is on the line. You're not happy. You're depressed. You're suffering from some kind of domestic violence and you are still there. Really? Society, really? Your finance, really? <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to judge. I wouldn't want to blame them or make them feel some kind of way but i just feel like trust me nobody owns your life nobody owns your life friendship relationship is supposed to be mutual not parasitic all right if this person wants to be your friend he or she should love you if this person wants to be in a relationship with you hmm, my dear he shouldn't be in control eh -eh. nothing like that 
So let's just keep going. We have it. We still have a lot of things to talk about. So I'm just trying to make this as fast as possible. Then the next question is: Do you feel like women are more victims than the men in an abusive relationship, or do you feel like it's even? Do you feel like it's even, or do you feel like women are more of the victims than the men? Okay, the question as to whether I feel women are more victims than the men, victims than men in an abusive relationship. Okay. Personally, um, I would say that even at a glance, it is clear and obvious to see that women are more of the victims of um, abusive relationships, while men tend you know, to be more of the abusers. And, um, you know, this notion can actually be supported by the fact that women, you know, women are already seen as, quote-unquote, the weaker sex. Men, in general, seem to have a more dominant role in society. You know, um, they feel there's this sense of entitlement um, given to them already by society. Society empowers them. Um, by making them understand it's a man's world, so they're actually free to do anything and basically just get a, get away with anything they do while the women just sit back and, you know, are being saddled with whatever it is that is being dished on them. And, um, you know, that way sometimes society doesn't really help matters in this kind of thing. Some cultures, for example, um, marry of underage girls, you know, very little girls, to much older men. And you know when this thing is done, you know, it's very wrong because what you basically do is strip them of their voices and open doors to abuse. And since they are young and impressionable, you know, they see it as a norm, okay? And they don't have the voice or courage to speak up. Even statistically, it's proven that a large majority of abuse, abusive and relationship cases have seen women as the victims. But then again, then again, this does not mean that men are not abused as well. You know, most of uh, most of us um, um, already know that, okay, that, um, okay, sorry, let me, let me just rephrase that. We already know that there are different forms of um, abuse and this stems um, past just violence or physical abuse. You know, so men probably um, face abuse on a more psychological and emotional level, you understand? And um, most of them, you know, are being uh, intimidated in their workplaces and their homes by their wives or partners. You know, they are, they are made to feel like they're doing, they're doing absolutely nothing, um, especially when the woman is um, um, on, on top, so to speak, like she has a more paying job or she's more relevant in her work area or, you know, she brings she brings a lot more to the table than the man does, okay? Her net worth um, is probably higher than that of the man, you know, because um, these men live um, in a society that inoculates them against um, their feelings, so to speak. You know, growing up, they are forced to develop um, a thick and protective skin over their emotions because um, you hear things like, oh, just be tough, you know, man up, come on, um, boys don't cry, men don't cry, you know, things like that, you know, and then they grow up without, without realizing that it has an adverse effect, you know, and leave them more prone and vulnerable to emotional and psychological attacks.
So on both, le on both levels, men and women are prone to abusive um, mm -hmm. uh, relationships, but I still think women are actually more um, victims, actually, actually more victims than men in an abusive relationship. Wow. Wow. Okay, guys, I'm trying to be as fast as possible. The next question, Ma, I'm so sorry, is what is the effect of this kind of relationship on the society and then on the victims? Like, what are the effects of um, being in an abusive relationship to that person and then to the society at large? Like, what do you have to say about that? What is the effect on the victim? Yeah. You know, people react to things differently. Okay. Depending on how long this thing has gone on for, the resultant effect is always shame. You know, there's a lot of guilt. Low self-esteem sets in. You know, you, you think you're worth nothing. You think people don't, don't take you seriously anymore. You know, you, you, you look at yourself as though, well, you mean nothing. You understand? Automatically, um, depression sets in. You know, nothing is actually working. From depression is anxiety. One is anxious. There's fear, fear of the unknown. There's a lot of anger, pent-up anger, pouring it out on innocent people, you know, people who don't even deserve it. Then one becomes um, less trusting. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know who's there for you and who's not. Then it leaves them very traumatized because people, some of them even develop a post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay, so the whole thing she messes one up, messes them up, and then um, 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 leaves them broken. But however, you know, like I said before, that people react to things differently. Some find a way to get out of it on their own, you know, by just speaking to themselves and, you know, giving them, giving themselves or listening to motivational speeches and having one or two people, you know, around them trying to talk them out of it. Others would have to go through a lot of counseling you know so that's basically you see no matter how you look at it abuse is wrong regardless of when how or where it takes place there are different forms of abuse and they all have lasting negative consequences for the victims and even the children that are born into this kind of environment you know are also affected yeah we see them as leaders of tomorrow but then what has the environment thought them okay what what sort of uh, um, um, knowledge has been imparted into them what are they now coming to present or to give to society no matter what form of abuse that one is facing you know it can result in injuries serious physical and mental as well as sexual and reproductive health problems and in extreme cases death this effect you know are often long lived and uh, it, it it takes its toll you know on its victims you know it damages them it breaks them just very few are able to you know get themselves back it's really wrong it's wrong so we just have to find a way to put an end to all this. Okay, thank you so, so much. 
we're about to conclude. I know you've learned a whole lot. I'm just going to ask her this last question and then that's all that's all we have for today this episode all right so finally what um what advice would you give somebody going through this kind of or somebody in this kind of relationship what would you tell them to do what solutions would you point to them key do this do this and then you'll be fine okay what solution or advice do i have for anybody involved yeah I um, would start by saying that I'd like us all to know that being in an abusive relationship is not easy at all. Whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you're just cohabiting. You know, because it's always easy for people on the outside to, to, to say things like, um, why can't they just leave? You know, but it's not that easy. A person that is being abused needs someone to hear and believe in them. You know, most of them feel that it's their fault. And they don't deserve better. No, that is not the case. They need to be told otherwise because nobody ever needs to be abused to the point of making him or her feel um, um, you're not worth living or you're less of a human being. You know, we need to listen to these people without judging them. It's very important because they've been through a lot and are still going through. You know, they don't need any form of judgment. Instead, they should be encouraged to get help, you know, like from an adult or elderly person, like from a family member, you know, health professional or law enforcement official. And thankfully, these days we have NGOs that have been set up to address um, cases like this. It's tough, really. It is tough. So they don't need to be um, criticized in any form or manner. Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I really learned a whole lot. Guys, I hope you learned a whole lot today. So if you know you're still in an abusive relationship, please cry out. Please talk to somebody about it. Find a solution as quick as possible because it could take your life. That is, I think that's the height. That is my own fear. You can just end up out of depression, tiredness, loneliness. You might just want to take your own life. Or your abuser might be so violent. And then, mistakenly, he ends your life. And your chapter is closed. If you're in a relationship and this guy is feeling like you're good, my dear, leave that relationship. And then if you are married, you're experiencing this kind of abuse. I'm not telling you to divorce your husband, no. But I feel you should seek for help from, like she said, from maybe a spiritual person, aside that most of his non-governmental organizations today, they help women like that too. And if you know somebody who is in an abusive relationship, try to go close to him or her. Try to make her feel loved to the extent that he or she can open up to you and then tell you how he's feeling. All right, try to save somebody today. Try to save a soul today. Yes. And for you yourself, if you know you're involved, yours might not be so violent and then aggressive. But if you know you cannot express yourself in some kind of relationship you have with your friend, your partner, whatever, please, it is not worth it. You really don't have to keep friends with everybody. No, it will affect your mental health and then... All of a sudden, before you know, the whole thing will just 
graduate into some kind of depression. And then at that point, you might not know how to handle it or help yourself again. Trust me, nobody can give you the best advice except yourself. You have to talk to yourself. You have to start evaluating things today. Leave that relationship if it is not working out. Leave that environment if it is not conducive, all right? Find new people. Meet new people. Yes. If you don't have anybody, meet Olive's voice. Exactly. <laughs> you can come, all right? I don't want us to... I feel like the more we reach out to people like this, the more we speak out, we're trying to... We'll, we'll look for a way to reduce the death rate, or death rate and then suicide, whatever, all right? So... I hope you guys learned a whole lot. Thank you, Mrs. Shola Williams. I really learned a lot. I hope my listeners learned a whole lot. So thank you guys for tuning into this wonderful episode. Stay tuned for more, more, more interesting episodes. Do not forget to drop comments, messages, and anything, contributions at all. We're all open to all of that. Thank you, guys. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely week. I love you. Bye.